What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast. This is episode 44. We got some good stuff to talk about today. A lot of uh, things happen in Cloud Gaming. I wouldn't say a lot of, but good things happen in Cloud Gaming world. If you're a Stadia fan, if you live in the uh, UK or Europe, this is a good week for you. And also, if you like, it would be self-titled, but we'll talk about that. So Luna got one game this week. We'll discuss that Stadia. As you guys know, Pro Games released this week, four of them. We'll go over some of those games and see if members of the panel are playing any of those games. And I would say the biggest news, like I was saying earlier, was the Ubisoft Plus becoming a thing uh, in more countries, Canada, uh, Europe. So we'll talk more about that, see if members here, um, because we do have some members in the panel who live in uh, Europe and UK, so we'll check in with them and see how the experience has been with that. GeForce Now got their June lineup of games coming with 13 games releasing this week. So we'll talk about that. xCloud got about three to four games this week. We'll discuss those games as well. But the biggest thing this show is going to be our predictions for the Ubisoft Forward event and the Xbox and Bethesda event coming up next Saturday and Sunday. So I'm so interested to check in with the members of this panel and see what y'all's thoughts are about what things, announcement, or games that we possibly can see from this event. But yeah, that's the show today. Again, it's helpful. If you guys like this show, hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. We do this every Saturday at 2 p.m. PST. And yeah, check out these guys also. All the link is in the description below. Right, let's kick it off. Let's check in with the members of the panel. See how you guys are doing today. See what you're playing and what platform you guys are using to play. So to start off, Duncan, how are you? So what are you playing and what platform are you using to play these games? Yep, uh, I have been continuing my forages in this of, of the Sea of Thieves, and I've uh, been really enjoying that. And uh, obviously, that has been a mix between the Series X and on X Cloud as well. Uh, I can jump jump between the two, which is great. What other games have I played? I've been playing an absolute ton of games. When I come on here, I can never remember what all I have been playing. <laughs> uh, it's just absolutely mad because I just jump between absolutely everything. Uh, I I haven't touched the pro games in Stadia. I can say that with no, no problem at all because we'll come on to that. And, <laughs> Uh, but, but I have jumped on the Stadia this week and I have, I'm just trying to keep my practicing and with the F1 and such like, because I think we've got another uh, thing coming in the next couple of months. Uh, so I'm just keeping my seed eggs in that. Uh, I've, again, I've just been playing an absolute stack of games and I never remember. <laughs> so I just received those one that you are consistent with in F1, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, me and Kelly are just on that the uh, uh, load. We're on that maybe an hour or two a day, so we are. So uh, we absolutely love that game. So that's awesome. That, that, that's, why we, that's why it's always in my head, because we always play it. Okay. I, I figured Duncan would be exploring in uh, Crata again with the news this week. <laughs> <laughs> If it naughty, naughty. In the world, man. <laughs> we'll talk more about Creator um, when we discuss Google Stadia. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to get y'all 
get uh get y'all's take on that for sure cool man duncan's good to have you as always man uh can't wait to hear your prediction with these um these shows coming uh this weekend so let's check in with ben how have you been sir what have you been playing what platform have you been using to play these uh, i've been good i've been super busy with you know stuff in my personal life so i haven't been on the last couple of weeks um i've been playing um let's see finally jumped back into ghost recon uh breakpoint recently on stadia um the i got bored that from the disc from their discord server that um they finally fixed the matchmaking so it actually if you have eight to 12 guys playing at a time it'll keep putting in matches again that's been basically broken since the amber sky update back in january so that that's nice to be able to actually get some good play time on it again um other than that biomutant on gfn and uh, a ton of knockout city on the series Dude. x <laughs> <laughs> so much knockout so city awesome. <laughs> it's interesting i didn't hear duncan say he was playing that that i i would think that game would be up your alley so addicting it's so good so good cool man good to hear good to have you on here ben for sure gtp man how you been sir what have you been up to what have you been playing what platform um i'm doing good and unlike duncan i don't have a problem with a stack of games i've been playing because i've only been playing knockout city it's a little <laughs> bit ridiculous um the amount like every every time i get a chance i'm on there and since friday i've been playing uh sniper ghost warrior contracts 2 as well supposed to be on geforce now i'm sure we'll come on to that in a little bit but yeah i've been uh i've been playing that along with knockout city and that's that's pretty much the only two games but yeah knockout city came out of nowhere and yeah. just surprised yeah. me and been playing that on shadow a lot when i'm away from my pc or over on xbox or xbox game streaming i did cool, not man. expect that game to be anywhere near as fun as it is yeah nowhere near <laughs> it's, it's crazy it's really not fun. seeing it like advertised either it's like the people who play it love it but you're not seeing a lot of other people talking about it no but they crossed five million players the other day so i they? mean yeah so wow. it's yeah it's definitely growing quick that's huge that's ign big. gave it a great review this week really yeah. what did they rate it do you remember i don't remember i think it was like an eight and a half or something like that okay. if i remember correctly oh. but the things they said about it was like at first we thought this game was going to be dumb but we can't <laughs> stop playing it there we go that is that is the I would say the the thing about that game, once you put it on, man, it's hard to turn off, for sure. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Hell Monkey, how are you? So, what have you been playing? What platform? Yeah, I'm good. Um, so Ben and Jerry finally, not the ice cream, um, the two guys on the panel, uh, they were just talking about Knockout City, and I'm like, I've got to get in on this. I thought it was going to be. Just a load of nonsense, like a rip-off <laughs> of dodgeball, just some, yeah. you know, silly little game. But I ain't felt this way about a game since I wow. first picked up Call of Duty. Remember when Call of Duty first came around and you got in the multiplayer and, like, I, I lost, like, two years of my life playing that game, man, when I was, like, 14 to 16 years old. And uh, that's the feeling I'm getting in Knockout City. Like, once one match is finished, I'm straight back into the next one, like, 
when I'm watching the counter counting down, like, come on, like, urgent time to move on. Let's get back in here again. I'm no, super, just... compet- super competitive, by the way. I didn't think I was going to get this way. I haven't got this way <laughs> with the game in such a long time. Like, I just, as I've got older, I like to try and enjoy, enjoy the games, you know, and, you know, get a bit more out of video games. But this is just, it's so much fun, man. It's just ridiculously fun. So you know, if you cancel matchmaking and then start matchmaking again, you skip the countdown and you go straight into the next one. I do it all the time. There you go. There it shaves off. Go. It shaves <laughs> off like a solid minute in between games. Dead. Yeah. So, and um, yeah. apart from that, I tested out For Honor on XCloud, but um, I'm still waiting on my inputs. <laughs> Been picked up to this day. I think it's really not good. It's really not good. The game's not that great as well. It's quite, yeah. it's quite clunky, clunky, and you know, kind of awkward. Yeah. Um, but the way it runs in XCloud is just makes it a hundred times worse. So avoid that <laughs> if you can. Unplayable. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just a quick shout out for that game, Erica, that I just put the video up on another channel. Yeah, Something yeah. different from normal. It's an interactive, uh, full motion video game. Um, something completely that. different. Something completely different, and um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I was getting right into it, and I wish that my mic had been on, but I kept it off because I was picking up the footage for the video. Um, yeah, I was engrossed, and I'm, I'm going to play it again because I've still got another 31 achievements to get. So how long you said you've beat it, right? How long did it take you to beat that game? Yeah, so the other video that's processing right now, once I've edited out my bathroom breaks, um, it's it's coming in at one hour fifty. So it, it's it's about the same time as like a feature length movie, but you get to decide the outcome. That's it's, cool. Yeah, that's it's cool. really good. It's really good. So it's kind of like mean... Netflix's interactive stuff that they do, but like yeah. way better. But way better, basically, yeah, but way better. Like, this is the sort of thing, that game is the sort of thing that I envisioned for um, Stadia when they first came out. It's the it's type of thing that I thought Stadia was going to be, you know, integrated with, you know, with the viewer choice, uh, you know, the crowd choice and the crowd play sort of thing. Um, I hope we see something in the future, you know, with a bigger um, production. Like, could you imagine, take, for instance, a Marvel, you know, any sort of Marvel um you know, superhero, like creating a, a full motion video with something like that where you choose what happens along the way. I think something like that could be absolutely brilliant. True, true. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they continue this, right? This, are they going to make a sequel? Are they going to have, like, uh, episodic uh, content with this? But, yeah, I was watching your video, man, and the game looks good. It's it's different for sure, but I I hope they, you know, if they don't have a market for it, I hope they do create a market um, because I think it's a pretty brilliant concept for sure. But it looks good. Yeah. Looks good. Cool, man. Uh, me personally, I've been playing Knockout City, and so I think out of everyone here, Duncan is the only one who has not bought into the Knockout City crave yet, but... The game is so incredible, man. It's kind of a bummer because I felt like that would be the perfect uh, xCloud game. But I was talking to some of you guys, and I think the game is running at 60 FPS, right? And so it will probably be a disadvantage to put that game on 30 and have, you know, cross-play with other people while they're playing it at 60. So in a way, and, you know, EA Play Pro is not, a, like... 
officially supported in Game Pass. EA Play is um, somewhat, but not Pro. And I think that game is locked under Pro. Not too sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would have loved more people to be able to have access to that game. Um, but it, it's such a great game. Been playing a lot of it for sure. And like you guys, it's been keeping me away from Biomutant, which has been really pissing me off because I really enjoy that game too. And I can't like go back and beat it. Um, I think I'm, um, I would say halfway through it. Uh, so, but hopefully, hopefully I can put Knockout down and continue with Biomutant because that's a great game too. If you put okay. Knockout down, you'll get rusty and you'll start losing. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead. There you Good. go. I've got it installed now. I've got. I've just there set it up go. the install. There you go. The, you nice. Kiss your Saturday goodbye, bro. Let me just give you that warning. I, <laughs> I started playing it. Next thing I know, like two hours went by. I played it another night, and I played for like five hours straight. Yeah, and I just, I just couldn't crazy. stop. It's crazy. But yeah, man, uh, it's 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 such a fun game. But yeah, so I really want to get into the discussion today. Hold up, let me. By the way, Shot, thank you guys for watching. I do a terrible job with including you guys. That's why I'm trying to say hi and wave you guys in. But Rick Tone, good to see you on here. Ren, it's good to see you. Make of Chaos, my dude. Good to see you on here, Charles. Good to see you, Unitrix. Good to see you, Walla. Good to see you as well. You guys are all here. Dan C, giving you a shout out. So thank you guys for being here. This is going to be, again, what I think is a good show. We have awesome panel members which I just learned something about one of our panel members, man. Um, GTP, I just uh, learned today <laughs> that you're yes, man, sir. I had, had no, no, no clue and no idea about that. But uh, so it's it's pretty cool, you know. As the week goes by, we learn new things about the panels. So today I learned uh, GTP was a yes man, uh, which just cool. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the news. Normally, we break down each platform, but today I want to do something different. I want to start off with these two mega events coming next weekend. We'll start with the Ubisoft event. Let's open this up to the panel members and see, kind of get some, you know, predictions of what we might see here when it comes to cloud gaming, who is going to walk out on top, what platform. Um with the Ubisoft event, right? So we already see some Google Stadia announcement, which we'll talk about when we discuss Stadia. But are we going to see more with Luna? We're going to see more with GeForce Now. We're going to see this be the place where we hear Ubisoft officially connect uh, plus coming to xCloud or Game Pass, whatever you want to call it. Um, So let's open this up. What are we hoping to see from this event to begin with? And then who do you guys think is going to come up on top after this event is over? So I'm going to open that up to GTP. What's your take on this Ubisoft event? Are you looking forward for it? What are your predictions about it? And who do you think Cloud Gaming-wise is going to come out on top here? I'm always looking forward to the Ubisoft event. There's always something there that I'm interested in. Um, a game I want to see but it probably won't because I'm not seeing it even in anybody's predictions is skull and bones. And I don't know if this was like canceled or changed <laughs> to something else or what, but it was a game that got me so excited a few years ago. And then shoop, it like disappeared. And they uh, said they had a ton of work to do. It's been pushed to next year. Pushed oh, to next year. Been. Again, again. So 
When did they that's, showcase that game? Like, what, uh, like two, 2018? 18? Right? It, it's, it's been a while. It yeah. has been a while. Um, so, but we're not going to see anything for that. Uh, we're going to see Far Cry 6 stuff, maybe some uh, Rainbow Six quarantine stuff there, Riders Republic. Um, I think with Far Cry 6 coming out so soon in October, that'll be a lot more, that'll kind of be their showcase game for the most part for cloud when you say who's going to come on top do you mean who who's who? going to get the most ubisoft the, games yes, the most because from this okay era. yeah i because you know they're like the only one because ea hasn't really gotten there yet they're like the right. only one that is supporting luna stadia geforce now yep. and pc with ubisoft connect and as far as new releases go my understanding is those new releases will hit their subscription model with cross-progression cross and cross-save uh, or cross-play on all those platforms, you know, throughout. So if we're talking just Luna, GeForce Now, Stadia, and PC, I think they're all going to get the same new games. I don't think you're going to see much fragmentation when it comes to their new games going forward. As far as the older games that they keep bringing, like you said, we'll mention Stadia later. They're getting a batch of, of older games through the Ubisoft subscription. We might see more of that, and that might be more um, separated as to who gets which ones of those older games. But newer games going forward, I think they were pretty clear that, that with that PC subscription, they're going to come out pretty much everywhere, uh, which is going to be great for cloud because no matter where you're at, you're going to be able to play those Ubisoft games. It's, it's been great because like Valhalla and Phoenix uh, Rising and all those games that came out, I mean, yeah. I can jump on Luna, Stadia, GeForce Now, my PC, or my Xbox consoles, and I'm playing the same save, the same everything. So awesome. uh, I really love that they went that way, and I think they did it also because they do support cloud so much. You do need cross-play, cross-progression, all that kind of stuff if you're going to support cloud the way that they do. So I think on top is just cloud in general with Ubisoft. Okay. So let me ask this question then, because you see what, Ubisoft, uh, so Ubisoft on Luna, um, I'm sure you've played it, so you know, there are some games missing, right? Not every game from the Ubisoft libraries on there, right? So that's a disadvantage that Luna has. They're slowly bringing it in, like we saw with Assassin's Creed Russian India, but um, they have cross-platform playing uh, when you're looking at games like Ghost Recon um, Breakpoint, right? An advantage that that has in Luna is the fact that just you can find people to play that game with compared to Stadia. So it's it's quite interesting how there's some features there and missing from different platforms, right? So for instance, for Stadia, Ghost Recon Breakpoint does not have cross-platform play, right? So moving forward with the new releases, games that are going to be announced. First of all, like you were saying, I hope that they make it everywhere. But second of all, do you think we'll see like these features come with all the platforms? Or do you think they're going to strip away some of these features um, like cross-platform play from Stadia and so on? What's your take I don't, on that? I don't think so unless, unless they just changed what they were going to do altogether. Because like you said, Ghost Recon Breakpoint didn't have that cross-play. But that game came out before their, before they said this is what we're going to do, and and right. that started with um, with the new Assassin's Creed, with Phoenix Rising, and and those other games that came out in the fall. That's kind of where they started. 
Unfortunately, Watch Dogs Legion didn't quite make it in. So, like, it came out everywhere, but it didn't have the cross-progression, like the cross-save. So that was a bit frustrating. I'm still fragmented on my saves everywhere, and they're still saying only multiplayer will. But that game, I guess, in development kind of came in, and it seems like they came up with that vision, and they were already kind of late in development, so they couldn't just add that without delaying it again. So I think uh, you can believe what they say, that for the most part, their big AAA games being released in the future that are available through the PC Ubisoft subscription will be available across those platforms with the same feature sets. Okay. Anything can happen, but they they do seem to want to do that. Okay. Makes sense. What game are you most excited about um, to be from this event? And do you think we'll see any surprise announcement here (sighs) game-wise? I mean, if you want a real surprise, you'll throw me a Splinter Cell, but that's not going to... (laughs) <laughs> that's not going to freaking happen either so i want skull and thrones oh, i want splinter cell I want, yeah i know i know but um <laughs> for me uh, i mean i want to see more on riders republic um Ooh, that's a game yeah. that caught my interest a lot when they first showed it and then it kind of got hushed for a while and uh i want to see it uh i want to see more gameplay on that i want to see more about that game and i want to see for sure that it's coming out everywhere because that should again be stadia and luna and pc which will be geforce now and all that um that's probably the one i'm looking for the most since i can't have the other ones true great game i forgot about that but yeah, yeah. that would be mm-hmm. a game that i think a lot of these platforms can benefit from cool how about you duncan what's your take on this ubisoft event what are you predicting and who do you think will come out um you know uh with, how should i work with the advantage i guess so if you want to put it that way then i agree with jerry excited about ubisoft because as we as we all know ubisoft is just supporting absolutely everybody in the cloud they 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 just take no prisoners and they just chuck their games everywhere they can uh so we all know it's going to be good who's going to come out on top i think stadia is going to come out on top because they're making a big song and dance about it and here's the interesting thing wasn't it the last ubisoft forward Big Phil made an appearance. Can he? Could he make another appearance? <laughs> oh no! Have I just spoiled that for you? Oh, sorry. But uh, <laughs> what I'm hoping to, to see come out from the Ubisoft event is Stadia front and center when they're talking about Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I think it's nailed on. We're going to get the crossplay uh, announcement there, which is absolutely vital for Stadia uh, going forward uh, for any multiplayer titles. So I'm excited about that. But what I really want them to show and really kick things into a higher gear is they come out and say Rainbow Six Siege, Stream Connect, and they're holding a tournament. And and they've got a couple of the big esports teams there. So I'm going to put my neck on the line here and say, so I've basically just scudded now, uh, Stadia is going to come out the best at the Ubisoft conference. I'm saying at the Ubisoft conference, not maybe not over the weekend. At the Ubisoft conference, I think Stadia (laughs) is going to come out (laughs) the the best. I I think I know where where you go. We'll we'll talk about the next event after this one. But um, so... 
do you you thinking we'll see Crossplay? You thinking we'll see Stream Connect? So the way they worded uh, their um, blog post is that we should hear something about Rainbow Six for Stadia at this event, right? So are you thinking it's going to be like a stealth drop, or are you thinking um, it's going to be like a tournament a feature? What What do you think we'll get from that? I think we're going to get it announced that it's going to be available today yeah. on Stadia, and it is going to have them features. It's going to be a free weekend as well, uh, just to get that going. Jump in and play on Stadia today, and there'll be a discount off it. I would really hope it goes to pro. Don't see that happening. Am I taking this all away from you, Hell Monkey? Here, Duncan. Everything I was going to say, you've just rattled <laughs> off, man. Get out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so predictable. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so everybody's copying me now. Is that what you're <laughs> we all yes I, men to Duncan. I must be a yes man too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, 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 Ubisoft is the conference for anybody who's got an interest in cloud gaming. They should be watching that. Uh, but uh, I, I want something different. I want everybody's going to say a Splinter Cell, but I'm going to go out there and say maybe Rayman. We're going to get a new Rayman, Rayman game because they're a bit uh, smaller and whatnot. The game I would like to hear a bit more about which it's another one which has gone under the radar and it's just went out from my head. It's the, it's just went on to GFM over the last couple of weeks. Child of Light? Child of Light. Child of Light? No, the Beyond <laughs> Good and yeah. Evil 2. Oh, um, oh shit. Yeah, uh, I think that has uh, slipped I think that's slipped again, but I would like to see a bit more about that because it has went very, very quiet, just like Skull and Bones and things like that. So I would like to see something more, but I doubt we will see that. Where the hell is that game? Speaking about Beyond Good and Evil 2, they announced it and never showed anything about it again. That will be a good appearance, um, you know, if that makes an appearance here. Don't. That 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 yeah. might be the. I, I was thinking they were gonna have like a surprise reveal, like last mm-hmm. year. They kind mm-hmm. of like hyperscape kind of came out of nowhere. I'd never heard of it before the event, yeah. and it just kind of happened. So I mean, maybe that's kind of their what they're holding. Yeah, but that game sucks, man. Let's be honest. It's Which one? Hyperscape. hyperscape, man. It's so bad. Like it didn't like started on the guy with the Scottish accent, like. Is it no. is it bad or did they just release at the wrong time? Because again, they I think they were trying About to get the apex effect right, stealth dropping, but I think that backfired. Um, I think they released at a time where there was a big game out at the time that just overshadowed. Um, Do you know? But... I think Ubisoft's problem is at times there's too many games coming out. Like uh, at the one time, let's see if we look back to like the last um, quarter of last year, the amount of games that Ubisoft were planning to release between like November and, and they had February. three ga- three games come out in October and November. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like that that can't be good for business, really. You've got to space these out, surely. You know what? Now that you said that, I think it was actual actually an Ubisoft game that released when Hyperscape released. I there's a game that overshadowed that I can't remember. Uh the remember. the car one, what's it called? The 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 Lego track racing looking one. Track main Tra- yeah. 
track something. Yeah. What, what's it called? Oh. I never played it much, but yeah. track mania. Yeah. I think Is that's that the it. One? Yeah, yeah. People yeah. in the chat, mm-hmm. if you guys can remember the release of that time period and what other game released with that, let us know because I, I do remember. Yeah, D- Dusty says know. it's Trackmania. Is it yeah. Trackmania? Okay. Yeah. That came out at the same time. Yeah. The same See, the thing is, Trackmania is a fantastic game. That, that's got a lot, that, that picked up a lot of traction, pun intended. Um, you know, a lot of big, a big YouTube and Twitch streamers picked up on that. You know, these guys. Like, oh yeah, Spellbreak. In terms of content and everything was fantastic with that game. So you know they overshadowed the other games that they released, and yeah. it just it just didn't make sense, you know, to release right. everything at the same time. Yeah, does he saying that it wasn't spell? It was a big game. I'll have to get Sp- Spellbreak came out at a similar time as well, but I, yeah. I don't remember it, it that being a Ubisoft that. game. I, I don't want anyone say anything bad about Spellbreak. That's off limits. Spell breaks off. Uh, I think what what we're saying here about Ubisoft releasing games at a bad time, I think that's what my fear is with Far Cry 6. They're releasing that in the heat of battle between Call of Duty and Battle, battle the new Battlefield, Halo, uh, everything under the sun. I've got concerns uh, about yeah. Far Cry going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one more wee tiny thing. I think one of the big things at the conference is going to be the Division Heartland uh, because we... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, because as we, uh, as we, some of us may know, and it's out there in the Twitter first as well, that is in public uh, testing at the moment. So we know people are out there playing that and the agents are leaking it all over the show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we know that's in a playable sort of state. So I think we're going to see a fair bit of that during the show as well. Okay, Hellmonkey, I better jump in here before uh, I say anything more. Man, I've got nothing left to say man. You just, <laughs> you everything i was so thinking right. of yeah. Yeah. you've you've right. battled so out we'll, on we'll a plate give you some time to gather some new thoughts so let's check in with ben and then we'll come back to you <laughs> um i mean i agree with Hellmonkey. monkey duncan said pretty much everything i was thinking um except <laughs> for goodness. the fact that i don't know i think this is going to be potentially a great marketing event for Stadia and Luna. Um, I don't know if they're going to, like, I know that they love GFN because they have a ridiculous amount of games on there from Ubisoft mm-hmm. Plus, like way more than Stadia and Luna combined. Yeah, <laughs> um, like literally, if I want to play a game on, on Ubisoft Plus, I usually just go straight to GFN because they're most of them are there. Yeah. Um, even like all the old Splinter Cell games and everything, they're all on there, you know, echoing what Jerry was saying with wanting a new Splinter Cell game. Um, but yeah, with the with with the Stadia news this week and Ubisoft Plus, I feel like they're probably going to use that as a big plug, um, considering that Luna's still in beta and they won't be able to really push that too hard. Do you think we see Luna get out of beta this month? Cool. That could no. be an that could be an E3 thing, but okay. I, I don't think so. My, my my gut says no. Okay, we'll get to Luna here in a bit. I got some things that might say otherwise, but um, cool. Anything else you want to add to this event? Yes. <laughs> so, go ahead. Just on the subject of uh, you know Ubisoft Plus, 
Ubisoft Connect. So we know like a lot of the games are available on GFN right now. Do you know what I want to see? Like stuff Luna, stuff Stadia. I want to see us being able to link up our Ubisoft Connect accounts to GFN and we can sync them and everything everything from our subscription that is available in GFN just pops into our library and there's none of this, you know, login and et cetera, because it's a, it's, let's be honest, it's a, it's a pain. It, it is a bit of a pain at times, um, you know, with Ubisoft games. Uh, I'd love to see that. As for Rainbow Six Siege coming to Stadia, I've got a sneaking suspicion that it's only going to be available through Ubisoft Plus. I said it before, um, a couple of you guys could could back me up on that. I've said that in our chats. Um, I don't see look, Stream Connect and Crowdplay and CrowdChoice with the games that they've had already isn't picking up any traction. So I don't see it picking up any traction with uh, you know Rainbow Six Siege. They're great features. But what we really want to see is something brand new, something only available on Stadia. Because when Stadia released, this is this is the vision that I had was this is like the going to be the ultimate cloud experience backed by Google, backed by some of the best sort of technically minded um you know groups and and that and in the world basically. Um I want to see something that I haven't seen yet. Like, don't just drop it with Stream Connect and that. Give me something new. Give consumers a reason to come to cloud because it's not offering anything that local isn't right now. That's that's the sort of thing I want to see. Yeah. You know, I want to see something big. You know, let's, let's give cloud a bit of traction. Let's give people something to think about and think twice about, you know, sticking the local gaming. I hear you. Um, I do think that the stadium features are enough for this game. Um, so when, when you look at Stream Connect, yes, I get it. Like, I feel like most games released goes through account Breakpoint to the crew too. And they really, for some reason, just did not click with people. Um, but I think Rainbow Six is just the perfect game for it, man. I think I've been saying it for the longest, even before The Crew 2, when I said Breakpoints, like, they need to put this in Rainbow Six. Now, the question is, are they going to? We don't know that for 100 you know, percent confirmed that's going to be a thing. Now, if they miss that, that's going to be a bummer. But I think if they bring that, if they bring crossplay, and again, Stadia still has a lot of advantages with the convenience of it playing anywhere, and then also the no download patches because that game is constantly always being upgraded. Um, I think that might be enough for that game to stand out. Um, that's just my take on the situation. What are your thoughts? I see you think. So you know when we speak about like. Um your stream connect now, mm-hmm. i've used it on division two i love division two it's one of the best games on stadia right now um 
you know, and that was one of the earliest games that Ubisoft ported, and it's still one of the best running games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Stream Connect feature, it, it's great. Look, it looks nice in the bottom right hand of your screen. But I'm going to be honest, when I'm playing Division 2, I ain't looking at what my bro's doing because we're mic'd up and we're talking and we're communicating. That Stream Connect box on the right hand side ain't doing anything new for me or anything that helps yeah. me because you know we're communicating and and the earpieces already um i want to see when you, you mentioned the crew too okay i don't particularly like the crew too i don't like this the style of game it is yeah. um when it comes and to racing stream connect but, was terrible with the crew too the, I, go ahead what the stream connect does in the crew too is it, it splits up into four screens like it mm-hmm. takes your screen and splits it to four yeah See if they could integrate that in some way where, you know, like, and get some big streamers on board. You know, get some big streamers that are well-known and get them to, to view a match and switch between the, you know, like a 4v4, have it a split screen for a piece, you know, and, and, and give it something give it something new, give it something that's not been done before, um, where we can create tournaments and uh, you know, sort of like a, a kind of esports thing without the big massive production, because that's what I think cloud should be. It should be a way to create these types of events without having to spend like a fortune on the production. When you look at the F one esports, see the amount of money that they spend, you know, uh, producing and streaming these these uh, events live it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous and i thought that was what stadia was going to do for f1 but it hasn't quite been the case unfortunately yeah that's the sort of that's the sort of vision that i have and i True. would hope to see something like that come in that'll be cool i mean if we see more if they bring this game to the platform and you know add things that we weren't expecting to enhance the game and make it better That'd be cool. A lot of things that I'm shocked that, especially like GTP, you didn't mention it's like the FPS count and the 4K. If we gonna see that on here again, this is a very competitive esport multiplayer game, right? I feel like that is something that needs to get right. I mean, NBA 2K, they claimed it was 60, but realistically speaking. Play that game on PC and PS4 and play in city, you can tell that's not 60. So with this game, they can't be pulling that nonsense here, right? If they give in the 60, it has to be 60. Um, and for me, man, I, I still think this game coming with Stream Connect is gonna be it's it's gonna be a beautiful thing. I think this is the game that Stream Connect was like meant for. Uh, the Division 2. It's okay. Breakpoint, it's okay. The crew, too, okay. But tactical communication, team based uh, multiplayer game. Man, I can see Stream Connect really shining with this game. But yeah, that's uh, it's, uh, I don't know if I cut you off, Monkey, but did you have anything else to say about the show and then, uh, before I speak my piece on it? Uh, no, no, no. Everything, everything I was thinking after. Um... I had to reach into the the dark, deep depths of my brain since Duncan told everything that I was going to say. <laughs> but that's what it's like. That's that's what happens when you're a yes man, though, isn't it? Exactly. 
right. So uh, for me personally, right, I I love the fact that we're getting Rainbow Six Sage, but I'm more excited about Rainbow Six Quarantine and uh, that. From what I'm hearing, I've seen some leaks. I know I don't encourage you guys to do that, but I like to know what's coming. I've seen some Microsoft uh, Bethesda game leaks as well. Um, this game should be there. Uh, this game should be showcased there. So my thing with this event, and again, we've said this here multiple times. Um, this game might have been a signed deal, but then again, it got delayed. I want to see Quarantine. Far Cry already has a uh, release date, but I want to see Quarantine and any other new games that are announced, Immortals, Phoenix Rising 2, whatever the case might be. I want to see those games 2022 have a Stadia-like logo on it. I think that's going to be big for this show. Uh, it's, it's going to foretell, you know, where this platform is going, right? So that's one of my biggest things for the show. I want to see more games. Again, uh, Ben was saying, if you go on Ubisoft um, Connect on GFN, <laughs> there's a lot of games on there compared to what you see on Luna and on Stadia. I want to see the library get filled with, because there are awesome games in the in the uh, Ubisoft Connect library, and it'll be cool. I mean, that can expand Luna's library, that can expand Stadia's library. So it'll be cool to see more games come to the platform from Ubisoft Plus. But yeah, my biggest thing is I hope we see a new IP. I know this might be crazy um, to ask for, and uh, and someone mentioned uh, Beyond Good, Good and Evil too. That is something I would love to see. But again, a new IP and that being released for the cloud game platforms, I think that will be pretty cool too to see. But that's my predictions and hope. And so um, I do see if announced for xCloud, xCloud coming out, Game Pass coming out on top here. Um, but I, I do think if not, Stadia would be highly enriched by this press conference or this um what, what did this show if you want to call that so that's that's my prediction that's my take on it but should be a fun one i think we, we're gonna stream it on here so if you guys want to join us in the stream feel free to should be a lot of fun you let's know, move go ahead and say so you know what games i would really like to see from ubisoft come to stadia and luna i think Considering the history with the kind of games that Stadia likes to bring with their platformers and everything, I feel like the South Park games and um, Brawlhalla, like Charles said, yep. South Park, Brawlhalla, and the Rayman games, I, I feel like those would be perfect for Stadia and their general target audience and the, what people tend to play on there. Rayman, Rayman is Legends coming. is coming with right. yeah oh, oh that's right it is i forgot about that yeah i did see that yeah. earlier this week i can't wait I can't, i'm subscribing just to play that game by the way yeah but i'm mm -hmm. surprised south park is not on stadia yet they're, they're those games are hilarious they're so much fun to play they're just dumb it's, it's south park too a bit too close to the wire possibly because of the, the style of show it is i, I mean know. gfn has it it's yeah, not like a family-friendly like family console like Nintendo. I mean, Nintendo has it for, you know, like if Nintendo has it, why can't stay together? Well, if Nintendo has it, then everyone else should have it, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. 
So, again, games like that, Ben, I agree. It, it'll be good to see games like that come to the platform. For sure. All right, so let's move on to the next event that we have, and that's the Xbox Bethesda event, which is that Sunday at 10 a.m. PST. So, holy crap. That has me more excited than the Ubisoft event. I'll be 100% honest with you guys, because I think um, we should see some pretty good stuff here. The good thing about Ubisoft uh, event is, you know, a lot of cloud game platforms will benefit from it stadia luna and um, gfn hopefully xcloud when they do bring ubisoft connect to xcloud or game pass but i think with this show it's exclusive right so whatever is announced here is just going to be strictly for one platform but i do think that we might see some great news here series x blade potentially announced maybe not available right away but possibly like an update on where that is and, you know, when we might see it. Um, but I'm going to open this up, just get y'all's prediction on where, what we might see from this event and how excited you guys are about this event. And um, just any, do you think we'll see any xCloud related announcements? So to get started with this, um, Duncan, what's your take on this event? Okay. Uh when I before this event was announced, I was extremely hyped for it. Okay. My hype for the event has actually declined because Ooh. it's only an hour and a half. And this is an Xbox and Bethesda event. Only uh, an hour and a half? Y- y- yes. Because considering, normal... considering their it event was three hours long, that's kind of <laughs> that's <true. laughs> that's yeah. kind of disappointing. Yeah, uh, with it being only around an hour and a half, uh, I'm uh, I'm not as hyped as I was. I'm still going to be looking forward to it, but my expectations have been massively lowered as a result. Unless they're just going to do what they did the last time and basically just went bang, 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 nothing but games the whole way through. It's going to be... It's going to... I feel... I think it's going to feel like a pretty quick event. I think it said they're somewhere... It was an hour and a half long. Uh, So it's... I'm just a little... uh, concerned with that with the length so Uh, yeah something i've learned from microsoft um is i I feel like a lot of people have picked up from nintendo's directs right which is for 30 minutes these people can pack significant amount of information and you see microsoft previous announcements and events it's been like games after games after games so i get your concern with 90 minutes but i think if they take that same approach of you know hitters after hitters after hitters they can showcase a lot in 90 minutes and uh, yeah it's it's just with the combined xbox and bethesda games showcase 90 minutes doesn't seem to be a lot of time uh, unless uh, they are going to do another one uh, further out, and this is like a wee warm up, and it's they're holding a, a, a lot back. Maker oh. said it right here. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Maker just said it. Yep. Uh, uh, 
I'm going in with uh, slightly lower the expectations, uh, but I am still looking forward to it. Uh, are we going to get uh, xCloud news from it? Absolutely we are. Game Pass is going to drop a banger. We know it's at least one, yeah. if not a number, uh, during this. And it looks like Battlefields have complete another, as close to a lock as possible as going to Game Pass with all the, the tweets from Battlefield uh, accounts underneath the Game Pass uh, uh, Twitter account. It looks like that's probably going to be a ninth star. Our, the big question for me is, are we going to hear about XCloud getting the Series X blades and what their plans are? I don't know. It's, I think it's... You're going to be talking about a two, three, four-minute segment in, in a 19-minute presentation. Uh, I think they may save that for slightly later because I think it's still a while off there. But there's so many games here to come. Uh, I, I, am, I am looking forward to it, but it's, my, my expectations are just, are just somewhat. I think, I think it's good to go into this event with realistic expectations, right? So again, if they announce bangers after bangers, then you can come out and say, damn, like, that was really dope. But again, if you go low and it turns out to be crappy, at least your hopes are not, you know, you don't have your hopes really high for it. So we'll see. We'll see. But I think it'll be, go ahead. Oh, sorry. My only big hope is that, that all the smoke with the Ubisoft news comes true. And what do some, you mean? Uh, about Ubisoft uh, Plus getting added to Game Pass. Okay. Uh, that is my big hope because we have started seeing the Ubisoft games start arriving on xCloud as well. We've got For Honor this week and yeah. we've yeah. got Rainbow Six already on it. Uh, let's just hope that's just a, a slight tease to the full-blown yeah. or semi-full-blown surface going on to it. Yeah. So what I've discovered from Microsoft lately is they've learned how to put on a good show. I mean, that used to be something that they struggled with. Um so I'm hoping that, again, we do see them come out here swinging then because they have a lot of momentum right now. But, well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's check in with you. Uh, I don't know if Ben is back yet, but let's check in with Hellmonkey. Where are you at with this, and what are some of your predictions? What are you hoping that we see Wax Cloud here? Well, a bit like Duncan, I'm reserving my expectations because the past couple of... Uh... Xbox appearances at E3 have been pretty poor, uh, in my opinion. Um, I think Ubisoft Plus going to Game Pass in some sort of manner is a given. If it's not during E3, during this 90-minute segment, I think it will come before the end of the year because they have said that they will be you know, upgraded to Series X plates before the end of the year. I'm just wondering if it's going to be still in beta or not, or if it's going to be a fully-fledged cloud service before the end of the year. That's still the big question. Um, but recently, Xbox have said, you know, what they have, you know, told us they're going to do, they've done, and they've done it on time uh, when they said they were going to do it. Um, 
as for the as for the games coming, do you know what I want to see? Um, you know, we're getting this big Halo announcement. There's going to be something about Halo in here, the next Halo game. Um, I'd like to see them dropping like, like the online multiplayer version into Game Pass. Keep the fully fledged game for, um, you know, just for purchase on the consoles and whatnot. Um, but maybe drop like an online multiplayer version into Game Pass and, uh, you know, something like that to appease, to appease everyone, that, you know, something with a big name. Um, because other than Halo, I don't think we're going to see anything coming out of this Xbox and Bethesda um, partnership this year. Uh, everything, I think, is going to come probably next year at a push, maybe November, December time this year. Uh, so, yeah, just sort of like, like everyone says in the state document, let's just temper the expectations and, um, you know, see where it takes us because Xbox haven't had a good track record at E3 events in the last couple of years. Um, do you know, I, don't, I honestly don't really know what to expect. I want something... I do expect something big to be announced, but I can't put my finger on what it's going to be, if it's going to be cloud-related. Maybe we're going to get an announcement on the, the X-Blades, as I say, but I don't know. I don't know. Playing X-Cloud recently, it just feels like they're a long way off, just with the indifferences between games right now. Um yeah, yep. I don't know. I'd be, I, when it comes to Xbox and Bethesda right now, I really honestly don't know. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. GTP, let's get to you, man. What are you hoping to see here? Oh, monkey, man, come on. <laughs> More hype for the Xbox Bethesda event next week. I can't sleep I was, I, the next I, I, yeah. few nights waiting for this thing. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I uh, reservations are great, but screw that. I don't have any reservations going into this event. I'm absolutely excited. <laughs> totally excited for it. I am every year. I love Xbox anyway. I love what they've been doing. They've had a killer year. They're not going to drop the ball here in this 90-minute event. Like you guys say, they're pretty good at dropping something. Uh, we got uh, Game Pass Ultimate during an E3. Mm -hmm. they, they put that out and you grab that deal. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the uh, Ubisoft subscription get added at this event. I could definitely yeah. see that as a possibility. Now, they've hinted yeah. that either way, it should happen by the end of the year, re regardless. Like with EA in there and stuff, we know it's coming, but I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all. And game-wise, um, you know, like Duncan said, unless it's really quick one after another, um, I think that's kind of what it's going to be. They're going to game after game after game. They're not going to spend a lot of time with chit-chat. Yeah. They're not going to get, I don't think this is going to be a big event geared towards uh, cloud. I, I just don't think we're going to see a lot with that here. I think they're going to touch on it because it is a huge part of Game Pass Ultimate as that free add-on. It's going to be mentioned somewhat, and it's definitely going to, um, all the exclusives we know. Halo, Forza, Psychonauts 2, which should get its release date at this event, by the way. Psychonauts 2 should get its official release date at E3. We should see updated Halo gameplay um, to help appease some of the graphical issues we were having last year. Um, 
there's going to be a ton of games that they show. I just don't think they're going to harp on cloud too hard. It's going to be in there, but I don't think you're going to see like, here's gameplay on a Series X Blade that we're testing out <laughs> and this is coming. We'd like to see that, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's going to be its own thing a little bit later when we get closer to to that actually happening. It'll be more like a side mention, but definitely could see the Ubisoft subscription come into Game Pass during E3. And I think we're going to see just a ton of those world premiere exclusive <laughs> and, and it's just going to be one after another of those, uh, yeah. including Bethesda stuff. Uh, Cause yeah. like Duncan said, you've got to now fit that show yeah. into this show. Well, the Bethesda show 50% was... of that was those guys talking. True. Just show me some True. of the games and then True. we'll talk about them more later, which I think they'll do. You know, they'll have more events later, but yeah, I'm just, I don't care. I, I don't want to hold back. I'm going to be excited going into it <laughs> and really looking forward to what they, what they pull out. Even if they add, if they add Ubisoft to game pass, I am super happy if that were to happen next week um, and show me some of the big games coming and give me some dates. I want to play Psychonauts too. <laughs> cool, Thank man. I, I love the excitement there for sure. How about you, Ben? What what are you hoping from this event? I don't know what I'm hoping for. Um, I think there is going to be something big. I think there's reason to be excited. Um, it's go. their first big Bethesda Xbox combined and yeah. combined event. Yeah. Um, they they're, they got to do something big to blow it out of the water to show that this purchase was the right decision. Um, personally, I don't think this is going to happen, but I think it would be really cool if they announced an upcoming um halo doom crossover event i think the fan the fandoms of both of those i don't care for either one of those games but i think the fandoms for both of those would blow their minds yeah what would that look like um i I, that that would be cool you could do so many things with that so but the thing is probably start with skins yeah that's that's what I was because they have a game with Halo coming and they can you know add skins like creating mm-hmm. a new IP with them to in it. I feel like might be too early for that again because the that's why I said project upcoming project, yeah. not necessarily anything that we can see yet, but an right. announcement of something like that. Maybe not those yeah. two games, yeah. but some sort of like Xbox versus Bethesda combined merger big project mm-hmm. that they can announce that they're moving forward in the next year or two. That would be, ooh, look at this one. Doom armor for Halo. Uh, this st- looks like stuff, something doable right here. Stuff stuff that I'm, I want to see, now that you've said that, Ben, I want to see a trailer of um, the two of them bumping into one another on a planet and be like, you know, that Spider-Man meme. It's like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Looking that, at that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, that would be awesome, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, now I'm going to be severely disappointed. Like I said, I don't think it's going to happen, but I yeah. think it'd be cool if they announced something like that. Maybe not those two games, but something that bridges yeah. their their histories of the of the two companies. Right. You know what's interesting with Phil Spencer? Don't count that out, right? Again, the dude is a gamer. He knows what the people want. And you, there was, I think someone uh, at Xbox tweeted the picture of both of them together. So maybe not a new IP, but definitely think some crossovers is in the works for sure. Yeah, I think you'll be playing the next Halo multiplayer and you're going to have the Doom skin or you're going to be have, have yeah. the guns and vice versa. Like that's the easy stuff. Like that's yeah. stuff they can actually do with those games coming this fall. They can have that in the coming months easily. Yeah. yeah. Quake 2. Again, they have a lot of IPs, man. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Imagine a multiplayer event like Slayers versus the Chiefs, you know, something just for a limited time or something like that across the the Halo multiplayer that's going to be coming out, which is, um, I think it was Anders said that it's going to be free to play anyway. So that would be just, that would just grip the audience straight away. So it would. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Thanks for your input, Ben. Um, So me... I am going into this uh, event really excited uh, because, again, I know Phil Spencer. I know he knows what E3 is. And if you guys don't know what E3 is, E3 is like the Super Bowl event for gaming. This is where the t- you know most companies come to reveal the latest and greatest. To People even joke around and say, this is where uh, game companies come to give you the plans for christmas right? that's how big like e3 is so he's aware of this he knows that there's going to be a lot of public eye here and so i think we're going to see some really cool things come from the xbox team i think halo is going to try to redeem themselves with infinite graphically maybe not the case but again i think we're going to see some Gameplay features that's gonna like multiplayer wise that's gonna make people say, "Oh shoot, right." The single player might not look that impressive, but I feel like there's a lot about Infinite that we still don't know about, and I feel like they're gonna use the show to showcase that. Um, Bethesda has some incredible IPs, right? Elder Scrolls Six. We don't know if we'll see that here, but they might showcase some some of these games here man again they know what this event is they're going to build some hype around these games in this event but yeah i'm excited man i think we're going to see some awesome stuff here as far as xcloud i i think we're going to get an update with what's coming with the series x blade again maybe maybe they'll give us like a hard date that they're shooting for for launch yep yeah I someone uh, in the Discord uh, was saying hopefully a stealth drop. I don't think that's gonna happen, um, but I do think because they 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 know people are waiting for that Series X Blade, and again they understand the importance of this event. So I think an announcement of sort. Um, but I do think this ninety minutes is gonna be packed with a ton of information. It's not gonna be a lot of fluff. It's going to be announcement after announcement after games after games. I think we'll see a few DLCs because I don't know if if COVID messed up plans for future projects or slowed them down. I think DLCs is going to be a big thing that they're going to announce for multiple games. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But again, it's exciting stuff, man. So it's going to be pretty cool uh, for us to check back in next podcast and nope. It's still not going to be ready, so it's going to be two podcasts away from now um, because it's next Sunday. But again, really excited to see what comes out of this event for sure. You know, one thing thing that I'm excited for that most people in the gaming community are just oblivious to is the Mobile World Congress, MWC in uh, Barcelona. Yeah. As someone that's worked in, in telecom for, for years now, like that's just something that to me I've always kept an eye on. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a lot, we've seen a couple of portable gaming PCs come out. Um, Jerry yeah. shared a few things. Um, I think we're going to see more of those and maybe Samsung talking about their xCloud partnership, trying to push that a little bit more. Um, I, I think it's a good, if 
If cloud gaming doesn't make an appearance at the Mobile World Congress, I think it's a completely missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. Nicely said. I agree. I agree. Um, these these rumors of uh, you know Samsung phones um, getting beefier specs for cloud gaming or just gaming in general. Uh, yeah. So again, yeah, it'll be quite interesting to see. Ray tracing on phones is the yeah. next thing. It's the next thing. Oh, I'm not joking you. when I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah no, like, I, I believe it. That's what I meant when I said the Samsung yeah. thing, but I didn't want to specifically say ray tracing because. Uh, I don't want people coming here saying, oh, you say ray tracing anyway. Um, but yeah. Don't worry, I'll get the blame for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so let's move on to the news, man. Again, it's pretty cool to hear y'all's uh, predictions and uh, feedback on these events coming up. But we have so much news to talk about still. So we're just going to, you know, rapid fire these. So Amazon Luna, let's get right into it. So one game released this week with Dirt Rally 2.0. I played the game graphically. It was pretty impressive. But it's not a game that I feel like I'll come back to um, again. But I think it's a decent get for the platform. But just going to open this up to anyone. What What are your thoughts about the Rally 2.0 coming to the Luna platform? Can I go first? Sure. <laughs> because I have uh, Duncan's undoubtedly going to steal my thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, no, listen, I've played this game on uh, a local PC. Um, racing games is my sort of thing. Dirt Rally 2.0 is fantastic. Really good game. And... Um, it's a good get. It's, it, I think it's a really good get for, for Luna, um, just in terms of expanding the library, taking advantage of the beta phase. And uh, I'm intrigued to test it out because I can play Dirt Rally 2.0 on my local uh, laptop, you know, in a, in a pretty decent manner. So it would be good to test it out and just see how good it is running on Luna. But that's not possible at this minute in time. <laughs> Why is it not possible? Like, because I live in such an, you know, an apt country like Scotland. Like we, we, we still cook our dinners by candlelight and things, and you know. <laughs> oh, I can make a joke there. I'm not going there. You know. <laughs> yeah, you shall. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you no, guys it's need a to good, get it's this. A good man. Get. It's a good. It's a. It's a very good get. It's a very good game. That has a the Dirt Rally games have a good following. Yeah, a, a sort of like a, you know, not a cult, a, not a cult following. But if if you enjoy racing games, then Dirt Rally Two Point should be in your, you know, sort of top ten racing games of the last sort of twenty yeah. twenty five years. True. The, the Dirt the Dirt the franchise is has a pretty big following and. Yeah, the only one that I played other than Dirt Five was Dirt Four, and it was it was fun, but it was so hard. The the game itself for Dirt, for Dirt Four at least is a much harder racing game compared to Dirt Five, which is more the dumbed down, pretty racing game, more in line with like the Need for Speed games and stuff like that. And um, yeah, th- th- I'm excited that Dirt that uh, Dirt Rally 2.0 is coming or is on Luna. Um, I haven't played it yet, but. I'll try it out soon. Yeah. Yeah. So can I just quickly add in, this is more of a simulation racing yes. game rather than an arcade, just to let people know. 
in case you're going in there thinking this is going to be, you know, like Sega Rally or something. It's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said the older dirt games are always much harder to play than the average racing game. Yeah. And the, that's why I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> realistic. I love my arcade races, man. Give me mm. my Forza Horizon games. And I couldn't figure this game out, man. You know, um, but yeah, to those of y'all like Monkey who are big on races, man, this might be a good thing overall. Um, anyone else want to add to this? Uh, yeah, I'll just say it's just another good pickup. Go to the subscription. You can't just complain about it. That's, yeah. that's what we say normally for them. I'll just get it right from the way. <laughs> Luna is getting some, I think, decent games to fill out the library. Um, and again, this just adds to it. Anyone else? Because there's something else about Luna that I want to discuss, and you guys are actually <clears throat> looking at it right now. But anyone else about the Rally 2.0 before we come back to this? Okay. So... Look at this, guys. Look at this. I don't know if you guys see. Let me zoom in a little bit, right? Um, do y'all see all these faces here, right? This is, first of all, Luna's YouTube channel, right? So what they did over, I believe, the last two weeks is they actually gave Luna to content creators to stream on the Twitch channel. And I have to say it's cringe. Uh to go back and watch these because except from I would say Greg from <laughs> kind of funny he's the only guy that actually he's a big cloud gamer. No, big the, the biggest cloud gamer there is Ashes the Ashes. To give him is absolutely due there. But he, did it, he, I don't see him. Oh, oh, oh right there. Ashes is here. What? Okay, this is this is dope. Shout outs to Ashes. I didn't even see you. Here. <laughs> this is dope. Again, though, again, this is cool. Again, this is what we've been talking about, right? Luna's not even out, fellas, still in beta. But again, they are get and this makes it even better, right? The fact that they targeting someone who is passionate, and I'm glad you said that, Duncan, about cloud gaming and about the Luna platform. They got him. That's huge, right? This is a small content creator, but they brought him into this assignment. But you've seen here, these are kind of familiar faces that they're saying here. Here's Luna. We'll sponsor your video, meaning we'll pay you to talk about our product. <laughs> and this service <laughs> is not even out yet. It's still in beta. This is brilliant marketing guys brilliant marketing and i'm sure this is not the last of it and i've always said something that luna i feel like it's going to do right when it becomes public is it's going to like market the crap out of this product and this i feel like it's just the beginning of it so i'm going to open this up to you guys what are your thoughts about this marketing approach from luna those are some really consistent thumbnails yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, really yeah. good you know, I'm I'm just going to say this because you already kind of did. Number one, their marketing is great. But first, like, they need, like, a pamphlet that gives them just a little bit of cloud gaming notes, a little bit of background <laughs> and knowledge as to what the hell they're actually playing. 
Um, so it's just oh, some man. of it was. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying. Look, Luna. I love you. CGX loves you. You also need to throw some love this way because we will lay this stuff out in a completely other way. We are not game streamers. Yeah. We are, we're like testers. We'll do it in a totally different way. But lots of respect to what they've been doing here. I was talking to a buddy and Ben in chat the other day that their social marketing their media, their social media is second to none in cloud yeah. right now. It really right. GeForce now is up there, but Luna just responds to everyone. I mean, yeah. if you tweet them, I don't care who you are, how big you are, small you are, a consumer, a streamer, whatever, they'll interact with you. They'll even make you fun graphics sometimes. Like they, yeah, like for Big Eddie Bear. Like yes, they did. for Big. That's yeah. a good one for Big Eddie Bear. Like they are so interactive in the community, but yet yeah. they're still so small. You know, when you look at their sub counts or their view counts or, you know, things like that. But like you said, being in beta, like they are really laying the foundation and the yeah. groundwork for moving this this forward. And this kind of stuff is like Amazon obviously is taking Luna seriously. Like why yeah. why else would exactly. you do all this? So uh, more than the games that have been coming out, the, the social media reach out I've seen from them in the past few weeks, um, even the past few months. I mean, a, a good fantastic. example. A good example, like we talked about in our chat the other day, is if you pull up Twitter, look at Stadia's Twitter versus versus Luna's, and yeah. you look at the tweets and replies section, <laughs> Stadia is active, but most of their responses seem very generic or um, almost almost canned and robotic. Like you know a person is writing them, but they look like they're pulling from a script or a template. Um, and, and Luna's just seem way more personalized to the actual interaction going on. Um, I, I did this and I just kind of spent like a few minutes scrolling through and looking at their tweets and responses to other people in the community and they just seem way more engaged. Yes, I agree. 100% agree. I agree. I, I watched those tweets too. And I'm like, man, even again, just shout outs to them like featuring Ashes on one of these videos man like that should say enough um with their social media like engagement this is this pretty cool man pretty cool this is what we've been asking for stadia to do reach out to these content creators out there these big ones and also reach out to some of the ones who are already out there in the community it's where you've got uh Obviously, you've got Sonny, you've got uh, Nerdness, you've also got people like Meg as well. You can, you, there's so many good people out there where they could be rich. Studio yeah. could be reaching out and getting some of this stuff up there because Xbox has their weekly streams and they grab people in as well, and all, all everybody does. It. And who owns you? Who owns YouTube? So it, <laughs> is, I, that, I is that Google by any chance? It might be. <laughs> I'd love to see Luna reach out to Meg and uh, Vet. I feel like that would be yeah. great it's content coming. for them. It's it's coming. I, I I feel like when once Luna get the marketing stuff in gear, you'll see they'll start reaching out to YouTubers as well. But so I, I'm gonna put something on, on blast here, right? So MM2K shout outs to you, my dude. Uh, so there's a video that he created. Uh, where he went and pulled out an old article about an interview with Phil uh, Harris. Uh, uh, Harry, who's Harrison, right? Stadium. The, bold, up, the yeah, yeah, one. Harrison. Harrison and Spencer. The so one that's here. <laughs> and so, like, he talked about the the reason why Stadia was created. And 
In the video, MM2K was saying, like, uh, Stadia was not meant to, like, rival consoles, right? Stadia's main focus was to integrate, um, you know, people playing games and people watching games. So YouTube was to, was supposed to play a major role into what Google Stadia is as a platform. So he was saying you couldn't really um, put Stadia in the same category as consoles because uh, Stadia is its own different thing. Right. So in this situation, something we've been screaming out from the rooftop is Stadia and Google and YouTube, they can do a better job with integrating YouTube with Stadia, getting content creators. I mean, they have PewDiePie, they have big name people that they can sponsor like Luna's literally doing right now on the platform. They're sponsoring content creators to showcase the platform why isn't google doing and don't talk about that little yeah. event that they had where they got i mean go after pewdiepie right go after your big dudes and ask them to pay them money whatever it takes to stream your games i mean this is marketing 101 and when we get on google stadia for lack of marketing it's reasons like this and again luna's still in beta and they're doing stuff like this already. So to me, I felt like I have to shout them out for this. This is really cool. And people should take note of this, man. People should take note of this. So that's all I'm saying with this situation. Just anyone else, uh, feel free to hop on here if you want to. If Look, not, go ahead. You, you, you cannot sit and now at this day and age deny that Stadia wasn't compete with consoles. The big, you know, hullabaloo when they first presented Stadia was, oh, look at us, we've got fucking X amount of teraflops more than the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X combined, blah, blah, blah. And then they released and it was pitiful. It was pretty dreadful uh, on most accounts. And they slowly backed away. And ever since release, it's been sort of catch up in what they first announced. And look, I don't, I don't want to badmouth anyone um, that ain't here. I wouldn't say anything right now that I wouldn't say to their face. So we'll keep it sort of low key. But some people you know, got to take a reality check. Some people have to see the bigger picture. Some people have to stop, um, you know, with this whole positivity thing because it's, it's nonsense, man. You know, look at the bigger picture. Um, we don't need to see financial check sheets. We don't need to see business deals to know when something isn't, what they said it was going to be. Um, look, Luna's doing the Luna's doing a great thing with what they've, they've done with the streamers, but you know, give them a soundboard, man. Give them a script because some of these guys did not know what <laughs> hell they were doing, man. Like one of them said, one of them said, like, oh yeah, get Luna and. Um, you know, it comes with a controller and nothing else does. Well, that's nonsense for a start. You have to buy the controller separately, just like you do with every other platform. Um, 
it's good. It's good the way that they're doing it and the, and the way that they're trying to do it. It's it's great. This is exactly what you should do as a new, as a new IP, as a business, as a side of your business that you want to progress and and you know make profitable. Um, and as we've always said, Luna are doing what the others haven't done, and ultimately. I hate to see it because I love Stadia and I love the way it runs, but I see Luna just taking over and very soon and very, very soon. Yeah, I I think you either Luna pretty much is learning from what all these guys are doing and they're trying to again, someone's asking when do they um how long does the beta tag last for? I agree with you hundred percent. I believe they should not be in beta for long, but I feel like in beta, they are learning the mistakes of others and fine-tuning the product to where when it becomes available, it's going to be pretty decent. Um, but yeah, so anyone else want to hop onto Luna? We still have a lot to cover. So go ahead and hop in uh, if you haven't yet. All right. No one else? I was surprised. I thought All okay. I would say is for beta, <laughs> August 31st. That's been my date. When New World comes out, if Luna doesn't at least leave beta here, eh, that's when I think they should be out of beta by in August. Yeah. I, I'm always of an opinion of you can have uh, beta for a while as long as you're making progress and there is steady progress on it. And, and as we have seen with Luna, it is continuing to do that. Uh, just like uh, I'll just throw one at Hell Monkey here. Just like his game has been in early access for like five or six years, but it's been constantly worked on. Uh, as long as things are constantly being worked on, they do get a pass for me. If they start ripping the backside out from it, I think that's when you can start calling things out. But for me they're still a beta and they will still get a pass for a time for a wee bit longer i think you should put a time frame on that though (laughs) (laughs) me personally i'm just um i'm i'm sick of the beta tag man i mean where's the uk europe release at least do that you know um i I'm, I don't buy the excuse of you can do whatever because he's still in beta. Um, they should hurry, hurry beta up. Man. I'm just being 100%. They should hurry beta up. How how much? So you give them this whole year, Duncan? To do yeah, that? I'm happy enough to give them the whole year. I... How, how long has XCloud been in alpha, then beta, then all this sort of stuff? As long as I see reasonable progress, I, I'm happy enough for Beta to continue. Uh, it's, I just feel that you just feel when the time is right. How, how long was GFN in Beta for? <laughs> Five years. Yeah, something fun. like that. You, you knew that was uh, approaching the. The taking the biscuit uh, sort of uh, time for beta, but uh, for me, betas can go on for for a while. And as again, as long as I see progress, I'm happy enough to do it or let them continue in beta. Okay, 
Well, yeah, I think I think Luna's gonna stay in beta until. No like, way! Sorry, know. is that guaranteed? <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't even up, see man? you pop. It was good. He, yeah. He's been in for like thirty yeah, minutes now. For a little bit, yeah. <laughs> for twenty twenty minutes. It's oh man, that's not that's not coming half in a row. Yeah, but hey, um, to expound a little bit on what Duncan is saying, I think I think Luna's gonna stay in beta for a little while man until at least the um un- more channels are ready they're they're so strategic and and measured with their approach right now they aren't looking to screw anything up they they recognize the power position they're in and it's pretty strong you know, especially we've touched on this the whole prime thing they're going to be very careful with how they roll this thing out so i want to I can't even say by the end of the year. I, I believe they're going to be in beta for a little while and, and continue to drop channels and test and, you know, roll out 4K and, and then say, hey, we're ready to go. But but so far in beta, they're doing so much better with marketing than Stadia has. It's like, you know, it, they're taking the grassroots approach. And a lot of people forget that that's what gaming truly is about. To, to grow gaming, you have to approach it from a grassroots place. And grassroots uh, for cloud, that's dealing with the content creators, big, small, whatever it is. You have to go there first. And, and they're doing really well with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Better than Great. a backpack and a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, take take this backpack and T-shirt and, you know, we'll get Stop. back to you. Do, you. do I have to go get mine just to show you? <laughs> <laughs> we still didn't get one over here. Just saying, uh, but yeah, Game of TV man, it's good to have you on here for sure. Um, so yeah. let's move over to I think GeForce Now is next, right? Yeah. So again, uh, they give us the June roadmap with some pretty good games, I would say, and then 13 games released for this platform this week. Just gonna list off the games that released this week before we leave. Um, I get. What is it? Creativeverse, uh, Empire of Angels 4, Hoku Live, Pro Cycling Manager 2021, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2. We'll get to that in a bit. Theater the Awakening, uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Soldier, Tour de France 21, Tour de France uh, 20, X3, Reunion, and Wonson Yon Sword. Yo, uh, when you pronounce this game, Hellmonkey video, I was dying, man. Anyway, these are the 13 games that released for this platform this week. I'm just going to start by saying this was a decent week. Um, again, GFIS now, I feel like it's been consistent. Two games. Oh, hold up. Necromunda. We forgot that one too. Hired Gun. What's another game that's released? So I picked two games out of this list that stands out to me, and that's Sniper and Necromunda. So I feel like this week alone was quite decent, right? And again, we'll get to the other 38 games in total coming for the platform a bit. But let's just open this up. What's y'all take on the GeForce Now news for this week with the games coming for the month and also the 13 game releasing this week? Let's open up to uh, GTP to begin. Um, yeah, pretty strong week, right, for GeForce Now. I'm not overly excited about the entire month of games as much as I was the May roadmap, but it's it's still decent enough. For me, same as you, uh, Necromunda Hired Gun and uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior. I bought both of those right away. One of those I've been able to play on GFN and the other one I haven't yet. 
Um, and but those are the two strong games for this week that uh, I have been playing. Necromunda, unfortunately, I didn't know before I bought it and started playing it just how horrible um, the game is to play. It's a shame because it's like such fun. It's got this Doom style fun to it. I was enjoying it, but like. I can't count the amount of times I got stuck in a wall and had to restart a mission or fell through the floor and had to restart a mission or <laughs> tried to assassinate someone and the animation screwed up and I just froze. Like it's, it just has a ton of bugs, which is an absolute shame because the game itself has a ton of potential, but it just pulls you out of the experience. It, it just really ruins it. You want to talk about a game that was released broken? This game was freaking released broken. Um, but if they can fix it, a lot of people would probably really enjoy it. And then, Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts I've been playing a lot, but just not on GFN yet. Maybe they'll pull a No Man's Sky Hmm. situation and just take notes and just fix it and make it an incredible game. And they very well could. And I will definitely jump back in and play through this game if they do. But good God, they have a ways to go. They really do. Right. You're not the only one that's complaining about the performance. If you go to the reviews, I believe said a five or six. And that's what a lot of people are saying. It's and just... it's because of performance. It's it's not the story. It's not the gameplay. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of potential here. It's the freaking game itself is so buggy and messed up. Yeah. Cool, cool. Anyone else um, want to add to this? Yeah, just what JTP was saying. You know, my chief shared a lot of the same thoughts. And um, I was going to buy that game, day one. Uh, but chief beat me to it. So he put out, you know, the gameplay and that. And he said, like, the design of the game is perfect, as in, you know, each sort of mission or level is a slog. It takes, like, 45 minutes to an hour, depending, you know, what sort of level uh, you're at. But you're rewarded at the end with, you know, loot drops and uh, achievements, etc. But he, he mentioned a lot of the same things, you know, it's, it's very buggy, you know, the inputs at times aren't aren't very good and, you know, your um uh the, the equipment and et cetera that you add on doesn't work at times and I'm just like, damn man, because the trailer made it look so good. I got that doom vibe from it. I thought this would be great. And when Chief said, you know, forty five minutes of time, I thought that'd be great. Imagine slogging out for forty five minutes. And then you've got this massive loot drop and you equip everything and you move on to the next level. I thought that would be great for creating content. You know, can you imagine a Scottish guy like me slogging for 45 minutes, shouting and swearing and, you know, effing and playing, you know, you know, just, just for a bit of fun. Um, and it's just not living up to the expectations right now, which is very unfortunate. And, um, you know, if I didn't trust Chief the way that I trust him, I would have probably have purchased it already. Um, but that's it's it's good in that way. Like like we trust Chief, we trust Jerry uh, for their opinions, and we we will just wait. We'll wait until the game's fixed, and hopefully, once it's fixed, I can get in there and actually enjoy it. Yeah, true, true. Anyone else? So what's your take on this, Duncan? On the games releasing for the. Oh, games? Hold on, can I can I can I guess what Duncan's favorites are going to be? Yes, oh, I, I bet it's going to be uh, Hako Life because it's basically <laughs> an Animal Crossing ripoff. Um, Creativeverse because it's basically a Creta ripoff, and um, Empire of Angels because it's basically like Bullet Girls. I I, I have erased Bullet Girls from my memory. <laughs> 
Again, I think that the two highlights are, are what you've been playing Stole here. that in your memories. Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> no. And, <laughs> uh, when I was doing our wee roundup, uh, just reading the, the, the reviews, it does look like the other game, which I'm not going to try and pronounce, uh, just needs, a, needs a, a patch or two just to bring it up to standard, and I think it's going to be rocking out there. Uh, for GFN for this week and this month, here, GFN have a horrible problem, but it's a good problem to have, is they bring so many games, if it's a slightly lesser month, it makes it look so much worse than it really is. Comparing it this month to last month, it just feels slightly... Uh, less and you're feeling a bit not disappointed is the wrong word a bit yeah it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an okay sort of month any of these other cloud platforms never mind and dropping 13 games during a month dropping 30 something games during a, a month you would be saying that is an absolutely cracking sort of month GFN have just brought their standards a way up compared to everywhere else with, with bringing the games and bringing pretty good games. It's, it's for me, the, for GFN standards, it is about a five or a six for me for, for this month at this moment in time. And that's GFN standards because of where, where, where they've actually pushed themselves. Yeah, they they do release a crap load of games, man. And yeah, it's it's so interesting how the uh, roles are reversing to where I'm starting to praise their releases, and you're you're like going the opposite direction. But yeah, I I do think this is you know the typical week. Um, again, I feel like all the games here can benefit someone. Um, but yeah, cool. cool. Um, let's check in with Gamer TV though. What's your take on these games coming? Um, you know, I think um, honestly, <laughs> two games that everyone already talked about. Those were the two that I paid attention to. I'm not interested in many of the others, um, even for the month of June. Not a whole lot interests me. But like you said, Duncan, if these games showed up anywhere else, it'll right. be a great month, right? Everyone would love it and sing from the rooftops. But um, for me. Uh, you know, Higher Gun, it, it's interesting. I, I enjoyed it. My, my The little time I spent with it, there are a ton of problems. But given that I played Cyberpunk through the issues, man, I'm, I'm so numb to some of these issues and I'm, I'm okay with it. But it, but it is bad. So I, I can't continue playing that until they patch it. Um, I haven't tried Snipers um, Elite yet, but I will. Um, but outside of that, man, I, I'm still I'm still on Biomutant and jumping in and out of Stadia games right now. So haven't spent too much time in GFN. Okay, fair enough. And thanks for your honesty, uh, for sure. But yeah, okay. Ben, do we get to you in the GFN? To, to me? Yeah, do we uh, talk to uh, you? Me to you. I, I, I answered it. <laughs> I, I I inserted some opinions there. Okay. I, I think I'm I'm pretty good otherwise. Yeah, cool, cool. I mean, I, I don't see anything this month that really stands out to me too much. Um, a couple of these games look like, like I said, ripoffs of other games. But um, other than that, you know, it's and and the, the games that they're ripoffs of are relatively popular. But 
Um, other than that, yeah, I just w- wasn't too impressed this month with what's coming. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cool. All right. Let's hop on to the Google Stadium news, man. And um, we're looking at a time where kind of close. We still have xCloud to tackle. So let's go to Google Stadia. Just going to talk about the pro games. You guys know four of them released uh, this week. Um, we kind of talked about these games last week. So I'm just going to quickly go over them and see if any of you guys played them. So Legend of Heroes, Trials of Coastal 3, MotoGP 20, Blue Fire, and Chronos Before the Ashes. Anyone claimed these games? Anyone played these games? And how was the experience with them? So I'm just going to open this up to anyone. Go ahead. I claimed them. Go ahead, ahead, Hellmucky. It's on you, man. No, no, GMI. You were in late. You take the the floor, my man. Um, You know, I I claimed them. Um, Unfortunately, I I played most of them outside of Blue Fire. And um, is that the name of it? Did I say the right? Blue Fire? Blue Fire. Yes. It's the best game game ever. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's good. I mean, it's definitely a good game. Um, My problem, I'm not. I realize I'm not that good at platformers, 3D platformers, man. I I I fall off the ledges constantly. I use the dash and overshoot, and I just fall. Now I, I can't blame cloud latency or anything like that. I just think I'm bad. So. And it's fun, but I'm so bad at it, I can't find the joy, so I stopped playing it. Um, and the rest of them, I, I've played them, and they weren't my type of games. Um, Chronos, that I can't play that. I, I, I don't know. I just think that's a bad game overall, but that's my opinion. Um, everything else, I, I just am not too interested in. But, um, but yeah, Blue Fire just helped me realize how poor I am at 3D platformers um, that, that aren't named Mario. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Can I just say something here? Sure. I think this is better that uh, Hell Monkey's uh, camera is slightly out from focus. <laughs> I think that's better for absolutely <laughs> everybody. I can't, I can't get it back in focus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you get You get So, trying to re- respect time here. Anyone else with Stadium News? Uh, I'll just sum up the pro games, and I, I think my predictions of how they would play out last week have sort of came true. They look good in paper, uh, with a big high value, but uh, I think there's been a lot of yeah. I'm not really going to be playing much of it. He's going forward. Uh, MotoGP had danger rooted all over it, and I think that is playing out there. Cool, cool. Anyone else with these pro games? I'll just say my piece. I claimed all of them because I do that every month. Uh, I played none of them because I do that most months too. Just being realistic, none of these games stood out to me. Again, um, Legend of Heroes has been available on Luna 3 and also 4. Uh, MotoGP, again, is a game I really purchased, so no interest. Chronos, I have. Not my favorite game. Um, and Blue Fire, I would say Blue Fire is the only game that stands out to me, but I played that for a little bit and um, didn't really care too much about it because, again, there's other games and other platforms that I've been kind of playing. Um, but that's my take. Anyone else? Yeah, I've got this. I've got this sponge chasing on there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't. I don't know what's going on with my camera. It just uh, went all funky. Um, 
Stadia Pro Games. Kronos is it's a game that, that some people might enjoy. It's too slow for me. It's um you know it's too slow and methodical. Uh, I couldn't get into it, and I spent I spent a good hour two hours playing it for my uh, for the recording. Um, you know to try and get into every sort of intric- intricate detail. I could I couldn't enjoy it. I was just I was very bored playing it. MotoGP. Uh, I was pretty frank in the video about that. Um, that game it has its specific audience, which is fine. But the fact that there's no tutorials, there's no help, there's nothing whatsoever. Your understanding of that game is looking at the controller mapping and what buttons does what. In my opinion, that does not make a good video game. You are alienating, you know, 95, 98% of your gaming audience with something like that. Um, And I don't agree with that. I think that's just ridiculously stupid. Just throw in a couple of tutorials, make it open for a lot more people. Um, Jails of Coastal 3, great game to have as part of your pro subscription. The amount of hours you could put in that game if you enjoy a GRPG, fantastic. But the standout for me was Blue Fire. Um, I was just taken away by how smooth it ran, how well it ran. Um, you know, the, the combinations Monkey, and the can gameplay. I pause you real quick? Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. So I'm reading the chat. There's just a lot going on in the chat. And we have about, what, less than 15 minutes or so. Yeah, what's so going on? just want to address this. Uh, Project Storm, MM2K, what's up? Shout-outs to y'all. Uh, what's going on, man? <laughs> Stop acting like you don't know, Hell Monkey. Ace, why you what do this, you brand, bro? You're better than this, Fox. What's going on? You guys, speak to us. Let's Let's... I see some love, some heated love to know stuff going on in the chat. So what what's what's happening here? It's probably Most because of... I questioned um the project's eight K one twenty um performance thing that he put on Twitter. I was only asking because I didn't understand what he was talking about. Um and it was fine. Nothing else came of it. He explained why he does what he does, and that was fine. I don't have a problem with it. Um, but it seems like he has a problem with someone in the chat right now, which is hey, sort that between yourselves. Nothing to do with me. Um, yeah, look, listen, if you want to have a conversation, invite me on to your show, I'll quite gladly have that conversation. Okay, cool, yeah, man. Uh, let's. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, bro. Look at the chat. Yeah, what am I talking about in the chat? You're, you're going to have to explain this to me. I don't know what's going on about the eight. The eight. Can we, listen, I don't understand this eight K one twenty, whatever it is, running Stadia. It's smoother. I don't understand it because Stadia can only output maximum four K, maximum sixty FPS. The hardware doesn't support anything higher than that. Right, I don't scrolling understand up in it. the chat. All right, so we're talking about Kiefer. Okay, so yeah, let's pull that up. And again, this is not true. Oh, did you shoot? Oh, did they but... shoot me out on show today? Well, good for you, but I don't watch your show, so like, what's it to me? All right, 
Uh, uh, guys, I think we should just move on for this and finish off the show, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, yeah, yo, no, that, just... that's fine. Listen, we're, we're just trying to have our conversation. What we do here is what we do. We, 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 we you know, discuss and discourse everything about cloud gaming every week. And, um, you know, if you want to shout me out at your show for something that you think that I've did, um, that's fine. But listen, you know, you know where to get me. You, you know, you know where I'm on Twitter. You know where I'm on other social media accounts. So if you've got a problem with me, take up with me. Don't come in shouting about the show because that's just, it, it, to be quite frank, it looks ridiculous right now in the chat. All right. So just to clarify this up. If y'all want to have a discussion, we're open for it. Um, I would love for you guys Absolutely. to join the podcast next time, have you guys as guests. Let's discuss this. Seems like there's some stuff going on here again. Yeah, I want to like... I wanna, I wanna out this. I want to out this, like what they say right now. Let's, let's out it. Let's make yeah. it happen. You know where to find us. Make it happen. All right. So we'll we'll talk behind the scenes at some that. But again, it's a show. Let's keep going with it. Um I'll read the chat, reread the chat. Again, focusing on the podcast, not paying attention a lot to the chat. But I'll reread it. Again, bring you guys on here. If you guys want to have that discussion, we can do that as well. But the show is going to continue. All right, so we got Ubisoft um, releasing more games for Ubisoft Connect for Google Stadia. And again, this launched in other countries. We have some European countries and we have Canada's a country that Ubisoft Connect launched to. Just want to talk to the members of the panel and see what your thoughts are in this. For the people in the EU and Canada, man, how excited are you guys for this release? I know Chief is on Cloud9 right now. That's been the biggest thing he's been asking for is Ubisoft Connect where he's at so yeah i'm just gonna open this up you guys let me know what what do you take on what's the alt take on um ubisoft connect coming to you or going to other countries okay i'll i'll try and get this going here yeah. <laughs> uh i think it is finally ubisoft has came back to the uk okay i was trying to do that really badly there with the rock with the mention that there <laughs> mm. uh, but, you uh, suck. that's you uh so uh i think it's absolutely class that it's actually done it and uh, they actually came out and announced it uh, the day after uh, it all seemed to have done so they must have been just waiting for it all to uh, go go through all their servers which is which is absolutely fine for them to do uh also for people who don't know if you if you're not signed up to ubisoft plus at this moment in time you can actually get a good deal there where it's like half price so you can get a get started there the games are bringing absolutely brilliant uh, i'm going to shout out two games and yes ben is going to be bringing up child of light child of light uh, you have to play that one and the other game is game, I, I do love that game it is absolutely class and the other game i'm going to shout out here is if you want to get into assassin's creed the best one to probably start with even though it's a bit 
it is a bit older now is Assassin's Creed Black Flag because that's more just pirates rather than an Assassin's Creed so you can actually get into that sort of game uh, a lot easier and you might actually discover uh, that you like Assassin's Creed for me that's the game what got me into Assassin's Creed true true Black Flag is a great Assassin's Creed I wouldn't say that would be my first pick, though, to start with. Uh, three. No, not three. Two, maybe. Possibly. Now, the, the, the reason why I'm saying uh, Black Flag is because it's not actually like a proper uh, Assassin's oh, Creed. Okay. Uh, it's more like a pirate. It's more like a pirate game, which is based sort of on Assassin's Creed, Makes and sense. people might and, and people might actually get into that a wee bit easier. Makes sense for sure. Okay, so were you able to get Ubisoft uh, Connect where you are at, Duncan? Did you uh, try it yet? Uh, I did try it, then I realized what the problem was. I'm not subscribed to Ubisoft Plus at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> no, and that's why it was coming up. It was like you blocked because I, I wasn't subscribed. So, because okay. like, you have to be able to, you can't actually subscribe in the app as yet. But I am getting a, extremely tempted when these games arrive because the, I've actually got the games on Stadia or the majority of the games on Stadia uh, or U- Ubisoft games. So it's no point me subscribing to play an extra one or two games. Uh, and we all know what, what the big games, what you're missing there. Uh, they're, they're just missing uh, the Ezio collection. Uh, I think that is, that's going to be the next big one to get. Okay. Anyone else? Uh what uh, what are your thoughts about these games and are you guys looking forward to any of these games so open it up gtp what's your take here well yeah first off i was instantly thought of chief because he's been just he's it was oh so pissed when this was america yeah. only and yeah. yeah he's been waiting so when i saw this, i was like yes finally he doesn't he can just play these freaking games and not buy them all um hey duncan sorry i'm gonna do it again black flag the assassin's creed game to get you into the assassin's creed games if you haven't um if you're the if you are a hardcore assassin's creed uh, fan man. and one two is your thing whatever assassin's creed Creed 3 Remastered is also amazing, but Assassin's Creed Black Flag introduced the ship battles, and that's what really brought me in. And they took that concept and put it into Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla, and it really carried over into a lot of games. So Black Flag for me, top of the line, if you haven't uh, played that in there. Of course, Child of Light. Everybody already knows, Ben. Everybody already knows Child of Light is freaking awesome. And, uh, yeah, I said that's about it. I'm just happy that more people will be able to get in on this because I like the subscription-based model where more people can play more games without having to shell out the money. Truth. Agreed. 100%. Okay. Anyone else want to add Damn to you, this? chat. You have me thrown off, first of all. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Jesus. man. It's just a lot going on there. I'm trying to, like, focus here. <laughs> but... And I'll reread all of that <laughs> in a bit. But give me TV, TV Thorson, man. What, what's he taking? Oh, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think uh, they're pretty strong, man. It, it's Ubisoft Plus, and um, yeah. I think as a service, it's great. And bringing these games to Stadia is um, is a great get for Stadia, right? Um, nothing, nothing bad to say about any of this. It's... Stadia's done a good job so far um, this week towards the end of May, beginning 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 of June, can't speak. 
but um, they've done a hell of a job, you know, rolling yeah. out and, and doing things that everyone would like for them to do. So kudos to Stadia for um, starting off the summer with a bang. Although yeah. officially summer doesn't begin until June 20th and um, and ARC should be somewhere uh, around there. Yes. I, I think that's when we'll start that countdown around June 20th, maybe. So if I don't see or hear anything about ARC then, man, I'm, I'm just going to give up and play it somewhere else. You know, so, yeah, that's my take. So I'm going to do something interesting um, because, again, like you're saying, Gamer, I feel like lately, right, a lot of good things have been happening for the Stadia platform when it comes to, like, news, releases, games, and stuff. Even this, right? Them getting Ubisoft Connect. Uh, there was a breakdown, which um, I don't know if you guys saw that recently, but there should be an update to the Stadia app for Android, right? We should begin Android TV support soon and voice chat and all that stuff. So you see moves like this, um, and it's breathing life in the Google Stadia ecosystem. So I'm going to ask the famous question, see where you guys stand with this platform now, right? So I'm going to open it up. Actually, let's start with GTP. <laughs> How? Where, where do you see Stadia? Uh, I, I know you gave it six months a while ago, but like with all these moves that they're making, do you feel like this platform is 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 still alive, or do you feel like this is you know this doesn't make up for all the stuff that's happened to it previously? I mean, man, do you have to do this every week with the what? It's not every week, but this, this is some big um, news here. Wait, we'll it saying, is you know, no, right? this is it's good stuff. I just when it comes to stadia the issue that they have is they they really they poisoned the well if you will they they messed up from the beginning and just destroyed a ton of confidence so what i'm watching for as we move forward into the future is what they're getting now is great for the existing stadia community and i think it's freaking awesome but I haven't seen anything that brings people either to leave a platform to come over or to jump into Stadia and grow the player base the way that they need to. They're not going to be doing it with exclusives and their features haven't been able to do it. So that's where my concerns lie. So while all this news is great to keep coming out, Stadia is nowhere near what I would call dead. But I think I almost feel like what they're doing is the refocus or the rebranding that we always talk about, but they're not telling you that's what they're doing. So yeah. we still sit here expecting them to be the console in the cloud console competitor, um, you know, and they are still the only cloud service that has almost an identical business model to PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, it's almost the exact same thing. So they like it or not, they're competing with them because they wanted to. They they came out that way. So this is all great, and I will probably replay some of these games on Stadia. We'll certainly be making videos and stuff like that. And for Stadia people that came back into gaming because of Stadia, maybe they haven't played anywhere else or they're strictly on there, this is great stuff. I'm just not seeing anything yet that builds that player base and brings people in, which is what they really need. Fair enough. Jerry, I, I agree with what you just said. I mean, Stadia and GeForce Now got me back into gaming after 15-ish years without playing video games. Um, I quit right before college and didn't touch it again for How did you uh, live? Years. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was afraid of failing out of college, so I just went cold turkey. Um, 
but those got me back into it to the point that you know i ended up buying a series x to kind of get more serious about a few of the games but i still love cloud gaming and i still play it a lot because if it hadn't been for it i wouldn't have gotten back into gaming there you go fair enough i'm gonna save duncan philosophy for this one but gamer tv where 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 do you stand with google <laughs> stadium now with all this news coming from them lately um you know uh I think I'll take the position I've always I've always had with Stadia. I think it's going to be fine. You know, I think it'll it'll hang around and uh, as long as Google, you know, continues to see the value in gaming, which is something we really don't know how they view this project um because it still is just a project for them. But I do believe the business guys over at Google understand that hey, gaming there's a lot of money in gaming, right? and um they should be there uh realistically so i can't see them abandoning stadia per se but i can see them changing things around and restructuring and which they've done and moving stadia into a different um i guess business unit or sector or or even idea in general um i don't believe stadia will ever be what we all wanted it to be when they uh first announced it at GDC and said it's this that and the other um it'll never be that at this point um i do believe it's just another place to play and will they receive the the type of support they they'll need to sustain i'm not sure i i don't know and anything i say it's only speculation but um but from what i've seen they, they don't seem to be ready to compete with the big guns the playstations the xboxes you know even amazon i don't believe they're going to try to compete with those guys per se i think they'll be okay with saying hey we have great technology it's a great platform if you want to hop on and and um white label the service you know we'll be there for that we'll continue to bring you know some triple a's to the platform whatever um we might not bring them all but we'll get some for those who would like to play on Stadia uh, but I, I don't see it being this innovative groundbreaking technology or force within cloud gaming that I once thought it would be but I don't believe it's going to die either okay fair enough good take on that all right duncan let's get to you sir what where where is google stadia in your radar right now nothing has changed it's <laughs> basically frank like that uh, I, I still see it it's going to be evolving and uh, with the games being sort of leaked out there and these games coming I'm I think we're going to see the big change coming by the end of the year it's we're, we're it's just a matter of when now the the refocus is i think it's plain for everybody to see and the amount of and i'm not disrespecting these games uh the amount of children's type of games getting announced at this moment in time uh is uh not concerning because i've been one of the big ones who've been calling for more kids games to be put onto the platform it, it's just a worry. Uh, we're, how many games have been announced now for Stadia for the year? We're, what's it, about 60, 70 odd games now? How many people know? Yeah, no, it's close to 70, but 
it's JFN I did that much last month. No, uh, the, the the point I'm actually making about the seventy games coming is there there are only a hundred coming this year or over just over a hundred. Yeah. Um, um, okay, that's where I'm going, and this is the only the officially announced games. I'm just concerned going forward with the, with the way they are. <laughs> Not getting the games day and date uh, as well, and it's, I'm just concerned of where it's actually going. And I think it just needs to complete another. The it needs to move to a sub model for for me. It, yeah. The games that weren't are on the system at this moment in time do not warrant to be paid for. As soon as xCloud switches on the Series X blades, you're going to be comparing uh, Stadia with that, and you can get most of the Stadia library in xCloud. I know you can't buy it, and that is going to be a big thing for a lot of people. And when I say move to a sub-model, what I'm meaning is, just so we're clear, is it's going to be a mix where you, it's mainly sub, and you can buy some of the other games, like your FIFAs and your Maddens on top of that as well. I, I At this moment in time, I'm just really concerned on what, where Stadia is going, and some of the mood music I've been hearing behind the scenes <laughs> by and, and a number of places in in too good either. You're not allowed to say that without evidence, Duncan. Uh, you need cold hard evidence if you're gonna mention anything about Stadia. But Just but if I yourself, Yeah, but if I say there's some good news coming that I'm allowed to say that. Some good news of course, coming. yeah. If there's good news Shouted from the rooftops, you will be paraded around town in a golden chariot as the next coming of Jesus. <laughs> on the excluded front, if I could just say, if I could just say quickly, um, oh goodness, go ahead. What is happening? <laughs> the series X blades coming is a good thing when they come, but the way the X Cloud's been running and the inconsistencies. I am a little bit dubious as to, you know, how well it's going to roll out. Are they going to roll out the X-Blades in beta before they fully launch? We'll wait and see. Um, but, you know, Xbox haven't got to where they are right now without, you know, doing their due diligence. So, yeah, yeah, we'll wait oh, and see. I'll I, I just clarify why I think they should go to a sub-model, uh, just a bit more sub-model, and you can buy games. I'm just saying that you can still buy the games in my ideal way. Every game that does not come to Stadia gets flagged up as not coming to Stadia. We've had Bayern Mutant, we've had yeah. Mass Effect, but if you're a sub-model first, just like Luna, just like xCloud, you don't have to have the games day and date. Exactly, and that's Google's own fault for coming out as this cloud, a fully-fledged platform. You look at GFN, they are a side piece to you know, PC gaming, but what they're doing is far better. They have such so much more care and attention to the platform than what it seems like, from what we can see, Dan Stadia. Luna's the same, xCloud's the same. You know, it's, they've made their bed and now they have to try and find a way out of it. And it's their own fault. And we just have to wait and see what and if they can pick it back up. Okay. All right. So I think, like, uh, 
uh, Gamer TV was saying, I think Stadia is going to be fine. Um, I definitely plans have changed. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they pick it back up and what the new business model is going to be. They might know, but again, they haven't publicly come out and announced it. So we're still here speculating. But I do hope that we do see them make an appearance at E3 or give us some type of event, just, you know, giving us a blueprint as to what Stadia is now and where they plan on going. But um, quite interesting. So this show has been quite interesting today. I have to go back and read the comments, but um, my goodness. Uh, oh. Okay, so I think we are going to, we don't have time for xCloud, but again, three we, games, three to four games. Really, And we don't have time for Facebook either. <laughs> do you want to add? Do you, <laughs> do you want to add nope, something to nope, Facebook? No self-respecting human being has time for Facebook, let's be honest. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I'll just touch on this really quickly. Is Facebook, Cloud Gaming has bought Unit 2 Games, which own Creator. They are going to be dumping that into Facebook Cloud Gaming, and they're going to push that to their 900 million uh, people who play Facebook Gaming. That's not just Facebook. That's Facebook Gaming each month. So this is a big win for the creative developers, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you see what you had with Stadia, which, yeah, realistically speaking, your game was not going anywhere. And here comes Facebook with, like, acquisition of, yo, we're bringing you, we're going to pay you, number one. But number two, we're going to bring you into our ecosystem. And we're going to make you a big part of it. How? cool is that for for a dev you know where your game almost failed to hello you're big you know you play major role in in our ecosystem now so supply and demand yes. uh, and, ju and just uh, again this could have been a big massive topic uh who else is a facebook as maker has put there, there? wait superman superman yeah. himself uh John Justice GG GG. I wonder, right, if there was a connection. He's like, "Yo, we should go." Of get course, there is. That that isn't. Listen, you don't don't believe in coincidences. That's that's not a thing. Like, yeah. you don't. That's happened for a reason. Absolutely happened for a reason. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas, let's let's wrap this up. Give thank you guys for watching. So next week, um. I'll let you know I'm, I might be out, um, but Monkey might run it again, or we're going to be having a We're going to be having an event for the Ubisoft show, so we're still debating if we should actually have another podcast, but we'll let you guys know um, soon enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that, but appreciate you guys. This chat went crazy today. Go back and read some stuff, and we'll uh, address some of the stuff that was said here later. But give the panel a chance to plug um, their channels and let you let you guys know what they do. So uh, to get started, Ben, sir. Ben, you have to talk about your channel, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it. it's not it's not much yet. I'm, I'm still it. I'm still building it. Um... It's I'm I'm playing with the name, but it's probably going to be Cloud Trip and Entertainment. Um, just doing a lot of fun doodles, playing colorful, bright, trippy games, kind of the the fun stuff. Nothing super competitive or anything. I'm not that kind of gamer. 
Um, so mainly just like entertainment, fun, streaming type of stuff. Cool, cool. Where can people find you? Uh, for now, just Twitter and Discord. Um, I'll, I'll launch the channel soon, eventually. <laughs> cool, cool. Duncan, sir, what do you do? Where can people find you? You can find me at Hellmonkey on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can find me at Tony Williams on Twitter and on Facebook, uh, or on Facebook, I've just seen all on our YouTube here. I've got all distracted here. <laughs> but then we're also cloudy with games on Facebook as well. Cool, cool. Good to have you on here, Duncan. How about gaming TV, sir? What do you do? Where can people find you? Um, you know, I, I try to do a few quick videos here and there when I can. Uh, find me on Twitter, YouTube, Gamer TV Plus, and uh, yeah, uh, hopefully I can I can do more, man. I, I just I haven't had the time for content lately, but I'll try. Busy guy, man. Yeah, busy dude. guy. For sure. Good to have you on here, gamer. GTP, sir. What do you do? Where can people find you? And how was how was the podcast for you today, sir? I was really, it's like everybody's freaking drinking. Like you got to get control. Like it's just chilling over there, and stuff is just freaking going nuts. Exactly. Um, uh, can you continue? That wasn't even me for a change. That wasn't even me. Oh my god, I'm almost afraid to give out where to find me. But my name's already up there. So Game Tech Planet on YouTube and Twitter, Cloud Console PC. Uh, come check out what's going on. Jesus. Talk about that podcast though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, God. Sir. I got to work on that later. <laughs> so, yeah, we got, I've been drinking. Uh, we got a, <laughs> we're launching the TTP weekly podcast tomorrow night, hopefully Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're just going to see how it goes, but it's going to be like everything gaming. Uh, we're going to touch on cloud, too, but it's going to be just a lot with console, PC, hard to get parts, whatever's happening in the gaming and tech world. We're going to kind of mess around and talk about it there. So, Awesome, awesome. Thank Always you, thank a you. pleasure having you on here. Monkey, do you want to plug in then? Yes, you can find me at 8k120fps on Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, listen, guys, keep your eye on the website. That's where all the news goes that I find um, or that Duncan passes on to me through private channels and then I steal all the credit. No, <laughs> you, you know where we are. And um, like and subscribe for cool. all the latest cloud gaming news. Awesome, appreciate you guys, man. This was this was good discussion. And again, we'll come back and see how close we are to our Ubisoft and Microsoft and Bethesda's predictions. So we'll catch you guys. Might catch you next week if not the following. But appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>